0: This is the Mickey, Miles, and More podcast. Your one stop for information on Disney races, Disney vacations, Disney theme parks, and more.
1: Now here are your hosts for the Mickey, Miles, and More podcast. Michelle Scribner-McLean, Chris Eliopoulos, and Mike Scopa. Welcome home, Milers, and welcome back to another episode of Mickey, Miles, and More, a podcast where three friends talk about the Disney parks, the Disney races, and whatever else comes up. I am Chris Eliopoulos, and with me, as always, is the Doctor, Michelle Scribner McLean. Hi, Michelle.
2: Hello, Chris. How are you today? I am. It's very fine day.
1: I, you know, it's. It seems like the last four weeks of recordings, I've our house is being renovated, the kitchen and all that stuff, and it has just been noise, 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 noise. noise. I am so used to quiet, and having so much construction going on in my house is driving me insane.
2: Well, I um, I was going to drive down there and celebrate Cinco de Mayo with you, but. If that's oh. the case, I'll wait till maybe next that's time. what I
1: need to do. I need to start drinking. Maybe that'll yes. help things. I, Some I've,
2: margaritas for everybody. Yeah. The people with the power tools.
1: So um, margarita. Well, celebrating with us is the dean of Disney, Mr. Mike Scopa. Michael, how's the pa- papyrus doing? Greetings from the pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be just a like. This is like uh, Bob Chapek is going to get his <laughs> sound effect. You're going to get every time we talk about anything. You're going to get a little papyrus. 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 Probably gonna
0: be the last connection I'll have with uh Kaching, <laughs> ka-ching. Uh,
2: So oh. the, we actually named that character, right, in Spaceship Earth? The the Egyptian guy? Isn't he now? What do you mean called? What Pounding, do you mean we?
1: Hounding <laughs> papyrus?
2: He's now called Papyrus. Russ.
1: Pa- Pappy Russ. Yeah. The old man of Spaceship Don't Earth. Privacy
0: around this fair pyramid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That bad. All right. So, Mike, uh, there's some little bits of tidbits of news lately. We thought well, maybe. you would. Yeah.
0: Kind of... um, you know, we're finding out little things here and there. And one of the things that I just want to point out, and I'm sure that there are a lot of listeners who are aware of this. But if you're not, I think it's important for those who are planning to go down in another month or a couple of months to check that theme park availability calendar because it's constantly changing. And I'll give you this this exhibit. I'm looking at May. We are in May. This is, we're recording on May 5th. And of the remaining days, only four of the remaining days in May have all the parks available. Um, This Saturday, the 7th, there are no parks available. Today, there are no parks available. On Tuesday the 9th, there are no parks available, so those who are planning should probably check to see if parks are available when they go down, and uh, to um, double check. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say scary, but it it it's kind of bother bothersome to me. And the other thing uh, that I want people to understand for those who are about to renew their annual passes, or those who don't have to worry about buying tickets for their upcoming vacation because they have annual passes this was not the case last year i don't think michelle but if you have an annual pass Kristen, you may not know this um you can hold just five park reservations at any one time and uh unless you are staying on a resort at a resort hotel then of course you can make your park reservations based on that status but if you are an annual pass holder, and you're staying off the property, you're limited to five days at a time. And my guess is that they they figured that annual pass holders go for an average of five days. So that's just something. It's just a heads up on um, some stuff. And can
2: I yeah. just interject before you yeah. go on hmm. to say that uh, we renewed? I renewed our annual passes.
1: You renewed what?
2: We renewed them. And <laughs> oh, you uh, renewed. <laughs>
1: Sorry.
2: Re renewed Nude. renewed. Oh. Um,
1: so you got nude again?
2: Yes. Okay. So uh, I got on right at 9 o'clock when they opened. I called at Disney Vacation Club. We had to go through the 17 different menus that took two minutes. And I got with a cast member, uh, talking with a cast member at 9.02. And by 9.06, I was off the phone. So completely, you know, all renewed. So, well, it's interesting so-
1: because they were so against the idea of annual passes. I let my lapse and i've gotten um an email from them saying you know you still have time to renew if you really want to so they're pushing it which i thought they wouldn't be like they'd be letting people go but they were uh, i did get an email from them saying but it feels like these this new uh reservation system it's almost going to be like dining reservations now if you don't make it 180 days out or whatever the time is you're going to lose the ability to go to certain parks just like you'll lose the ability to get a dinner reservation. But
0: this makes it more, thing is, Chris, it makes it more complicated when you're planning, because of, especially if you want to meet up with people. Well, you know, uh, can you, you know, let's make a park reservation for this day. Oh, should we do that first before we secure a dining reservation? Uh, let's say you want to go to Via Napoli. Well, you're going to make sure that we're going to be in. Uh, Epcot. I guess the afternoons don't make a difference. It's the morning. If you want to meet with someone in the morning, it's it's going to be an issue, uh, but it's yeah, really
2: travel agent friends booked a, a trip recently and was telling me that um, they couldn't get the parks that they wanted on the park days and they were outraged as they should be, you know, they're spending all this money.
1: And that's the question, right? We
2: can't go to Epcot. We can't go to Epcot. We're we're staying at your hotel and we want to go to Epcot, but we can't. What do you mean?
1: And then even like the, you know, if they're booked in the morning, how do we know they're not going to be open at two o'clock and you can move over? And like you said, with dining reservations, you got to be sure that I know we were doing it where you choose the park that you're going to have dinner in just in case, you know, but I don't know. It it sounds like it's going to be a little more complicated.
0: It is the thing that I keep, Wondering, and I think I asked the question. I think I said it to Disney and I still haven't gotten a really good answer. It seems like when you look at the park availability calendar, that information holds only for the hours between rock Grope, our opening, and two o'clock. It does not. Rop Grope? Rop, drop
2: drop oh, oh boy rope, <laughs> oh
0: boy rope drop rope drop oh my god rope drop and I uh, need
2: a dictionary oh there, my god Mike, dictionary i'm just rope
1: gonna start s- signaling out these these sound bites and you keep using them we're gonna plug them into the, the i'll put
0: it in my one man show um so that my point again is the theme park availability calendar to me represents only the hours from opening To 2 o'clock. Never have I seen anything regarding what about capacity after 2? If the Magic Kingdom is filled to capacity on today from 8 to 2, won't it be filled from 2 o'clock to 2.15? But I can go in at 2.15. I just can't go in before 2.15 or before 2 o'clock. So there's still a lot of questions and I really think that we will see some type of an adjustment sometime in the fall. I think that the summer is going to show a lot of things that could possibly be an issue with guests screaming. So that's that's one yeah. thing I wanted to point out. There were a few other things that I was wondering about that I think I had mentioned in the previous shows, and I did some research. And uh, one of the things, Chris, you remember uh, last summer and also in January when you went into Epcot, they had tons of green walls around uh the center of the park specifically uh right beyond spaceship earth and uh i wasn't sure if they were continuing with this but they are continuing with the building of the journey of water which is a tribute to moana it's going to be uh something very uh greenish there's going to be a lot of uh a lot of plants and everything so that's like in maybe it's going to be, I think it's going to be a, something like a nice little walkthrough with water and fountains and everything. So that is continuing. That's one thing that I wasn't sure of. The other thing was that I kept on wondering if if and when Fantasmic was coming back. I had heard that they were changing some of the, the things and Fantasmic, like Pocahontas, is completely gone. So that I heard is going to be reopening in July. So Fantasmic will okay. be back and running, which I think is long time coming. And finally, I think, I don't recall, but I thought we had mentioned the Magic Band Plus uh, issue. Um, so <laughs> apparently, you know, you've got new cast members and all kinds of stuff going on. And one hand some, sometimes doesn't know what the other hand is doing. And someone put the Magic Bands on some shelves in some Disney stores. Magic Band Plus. Magic Band Plus, yeah. And they sold them. Uh, then they had to take them off, and I don't know if they're putting it back on, but the problem is that they weren't supposed to go on the shelves until either late May or early June because they're not functional until June. The Magic Bands Plus are going to be selling for around $30. Um, they will interact with those Fab 50th statues, the gold statues that are all around the the, the resort uh, and one of the things you can do is if you stand in front of, let's say the Mickey statue and you wave your your hand and you wave at Mickey, he will talk to you, things like that. They are also supposed to glow during parades, uh, certain things you do in Galaxy's Edge and in fireworks. But one of the things that I, I read, and I, I haven't seen a second or third uh, validation of this, is that unlike the present Magic Bands, the Magic Band Plus can be recharged and I don't know what that means I saw that in one article and I'm waiting to see but that's all about but those are the three or four things I wanted I thought it was important to mention to our listeners
1: so basically we're going to move on as our magic squad and we're going to move on to Hollywood Studios and then Animal Kingdom today um, I do have to admit I'm starting to run dry on ideas um, specific to parks other than the things we've discussed prior so my list is a little bit short, so I'm going to leave it to the uh, the two masters here who uh, have m- crammed for their test and done well. So, Michelle, I'm going to start with you first and tell me some of your oh, things I have to make it more magical. Uh, okay, this, is,
2: this is low-hanging fruit, the first one. I bet both of you have this on your list. Bring back Streetmosphere. Boom. Show over.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, we, we've been talking about that with every park and every... Yeah,
2: no, but I think Streetmosphere is a, a very special thing un, yeah. unto itself at Hollywood Studios, and it needs to come back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely made it unique. It's like it was a very unique thing, because they were just fun, you know, what is it, 1920s, 30s, 40s?
2: Yeah, um, you know, Chris, I kitschy. think we should, we should back up and just remind everybody what we're doing here, what the Magic Squad is, in case people yeah i guess
1: if this is your first time uh basically what we're doing is uh everybody has been feeling that the magic has been lost at disney with increasing prices more reservations needed uh g plus not being what we'd hoped it would be and so uh disney has hired the three of us to become their new magic squad to run through and blue sky ideas to make things more magical for guests as they arrive at uh walt disney world so We've gone through a general idea. We've gone through the Magic Kingdom. We've gone through Epcot. Today, we're going to do Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom. Michelle had the first brilliant idea, which we, I think, have all agreed is a good one. And so, Mike, give us your first one.
0: When we think of a Disney theme park, we think of a lot of things. We think of characters. We think of music. We think of fireworks. But we also think of parades. And it's been... I believe 14 years, maybe maybe a little bit less, since we've had a real honest-to-goodness parade in Disney Hollywood Studios. Um, I think the last official parade was Disney Stars and Motorcars or something like that. So I think it would be...
2: And the cavalcades.
0: The cavalcades. On, I'm not right. counting the cavalcades. We, we We recognize Hollywood Studios as the home for... Pixar. So why not put together a Pixar themed daytime parade that goes through the streets of Hollywood Studios at three o'clock every day? I think that would be something that would um, add a little touch to what's missing. We already had the Festival of Fantasy Parade return to Magic Kingdom. We talked about maybe having a parade in Epcot. That would be nice. But I I don't see why they can't have a parade in uh, Hollywood Studios. That's my thing.
1: Michael is a broken record. He wants parades everywhere. (laughs) Parades and fireworks. Um, One of the things that makes Hollywood Studios unique is the idea that it is um, based on movies and and stars and and that kind of thing. And I thought um, the idea of having them randomly choose a star of the day. Uh, guests as they're coming in. They choose a star of the day, family of the day. That's uh, the stars. They treat them like movie stars. They have photographers follow them around for a while. They get special treatment. Cast members, if you know, they put a button on them. Cast members will come running up, ask for autographs, kind of fun stuff like that. They get escorted to the front of lines, all that kind of fun stuff to make them feel like a a star in Hollywood.
2: It's maybe a streetmosphere. Streetmosphere people could greet people in the morning and then take that yeah. family.
1: Yeah, like a VIP. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like that idea.
1: Yeah, just something fun. Again, you know, it's one of those things where it singles out one family and makes everybody else jealous. But um, I think it's just a fun, unique thing. So Hmm. Michelle, what's your next one?
2: This one is, I have a lot of Star Wars ones on here. My next one is, um, I would love to see a Studios Only 5K. Um, and I think there's enough real estate to do it, especially if they maybe put cones down Sunset Boulevard or something. Yeah. But I, to have it Star Wars themed would be really cool, but they could switch off and do a Toy Story one. or I think a 5K specific to the studios would be really fun. And I, I always enjoyed running through there for the marathon and for the Tower, do, I remember, do i remember
1: they were going to do like a, a, a toy story themed race or was that our hopeful thinking that they could do it they did point?
2: they did do a toy story 5k i have t t-shirt or and right like a, but that wasn't through the studios i'm surprised so. they're
1: not doing more maybe that's the other thing is i don't see that many more themed races like the i don't know why they gave up the star wars themed races that was a big hit I don't know why they're not choosing some of these IPs that they've got and make like what is the, the secret summer or whatever, whatever surprise summer race that they would just did it's like why would you choose that over a Star Wars race I don't right, know right. But, with, the,
2: with the number of people who like Star Wars
1: but I like it so Mike what's next on your list
0: um, this is uh, I'd like to recall something that I really enjoyed back in the 90s and it was called Sorcery in the Sky and it was a fireworks presentation that took place around just before closing at Hollywood studios. It was, everybody was on Hollywood Boulevard and, and watching it. And it just was a very much of a movie themed fireworks nighttime spectacular. And I think that every once in a while, it would be nice for them to uh, roll back the the calendar, the clock or whatever, and and do something like this. I do think that with the, uh, years that have passed they could embellish the um the soundtrack but i thought it was something that really back in the 90s really proved that you can coordinate music and pyro and fireworks together to to make for a very uh very enjoyable evening so bring back sorcery
1: okay, it's, it's, it's parades and fireworks for michael parades and fireworks for michael. um i did have uh nighttime events and stuff like that as well but um I'm going to consolidate a couple ideas into one and basically it's a greeting event at the front of the park out in front. Um, uh, There's three ideas that you could alternate. Um, One day you have Vader and Star Troopers, Stormtroopers at the front entrance to arrest a rebel spy and they drag them right in and straight onto Rise of the Resistance. Maybe there's a cast member over there uh, that breaks them free from the Stormtroopers and brings them onto Rise of the Resistance. Or on another day, they have Rey and some resistant fighters to save the Resistance spy and take them straight to Rise of the Resistance, and maybe they get some special treatment in um, in, that, in the Star Wars land area. Um, or uh, it would be fun to have the Toy Story characters in the front of the park uh, to greet guests and maybe uh, wave a magic wand or something and make them a, a, a toy for the day and bring them over to the Toy Story land and bring them on uh, the rides and stuff and sort of act as a, a special treatment for some lucky family. So, that's oh. one. Michelle, what's next?
2: I like it. Uh, the next one actually has to do with Star Wars as well, and I would love to see some sort of an event called Star Wars at Night or something zazzier than that, where they let people stay in that area till like 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. They have characters, they have you know, specialized Star Wars food on carts. They have, um, you know, stormtroopers come through and it's just, you know, maybe closed off to the rest of the park. But people are doing this really cool event just in the Star Wars area, because I think it's one of the places that looks prettiest at night. And I think there's a lot of room for, you know, there are enough attractions and a lot of room that they could admit several hundred people there. And can you imagine if your kid loves Star Wars and saying, you know, we're gonna go out past midnight and we're gonna we're gonna see Darth Vader? I thought that would be fun.
1: I like it. I like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I definitely think uh, I I have a bunch of ideas for nighttime events and stuff like that. But Mike, what's your next one?
0: So we have seen this uh, game that they had in uh, Magic Kingdom where you hold up cards in front of a window and to interact with something that's in Sorcerer the window. Sorcerer's. did um, they do a pirated, Pirates version, too? And there was the Pirates thing that was just in Ventureland. So, and we've seen this, I think Kim Possible was the one in uh Yeah, in Epcot, my kids love so that one, too. Why not do a Pixar-themed one for Disney Hollywood Studios where you have uh, uh, guests? Mostly this would be something magical for children where you go around and you interact with certain objects that are in the... Um, in the, the park and you're trying to solve a mystery or whatever I call, call it call the, it the pixar problem or whatever you want to call it something that would um pixar peppers yeah something yeah something that would really uh you know catch the imagination of the children i want to mention one more thing the last three things i've mentioned sorcery in the sky the parades and this thing this all contributes to lowering. The waiting queues in the attractions. True. That's part of my. That's part of my deal here. That I'm trying to balance out what what you can do besides adding the magic. You're also adding magic with shorter standby lines.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely a, a benefit. Um, love it. Uh, my next one up is uh, one that you made me think of um, since we're onto the Star Wars topic. Uh, there are these wonderful events where they do uh, Star Wars in concert, and they have uh, concert orchestras play the music, and they run the film in the background. Um, I would love to see them do some stuff like that at night, uh, just snippets from the Star Wars movies. They run yeah, like in the background on, on
2: the Chinese theater, maybe. Yeah, they or, have, uh, have the orchestra in front of the theater.
1: Anywhere. I mean, literally, like you're talking about the Star Wars events. They could set up, you know, somewhere in Star Wars Land, wherever they want to figure they can put it. Put you know an orchestra there and let people listen and watch the movie and you know just as a a benefit you know it doesn't have to be every night but it could be just something once in a while that people could
2: i love that
1: special events you know.
2: and you know what would cap the cap the night off in a perfect way if What's they that? brought if they brought back the star wars fireworks Those that was great amazing fireworks. i love that one so that would yeah. be a nice end so that was my my next one
1: is that your next one
2: that was my next one like how bring I it back that- yeah, bring back those fireworks. They yeah. should, they, the light know, show they, was great,
1: too. I mean, the, the way they had the lasers going. And right,
2: and the, at the end with the light lightsaber, you yep. know, up going straight up in the sky. I thought that was awesome. And the dessert party that went with that was yeah. awesome, too. I
1: mean, other than focusing sometimes more on the original trilogy, I like that idea. I wish mm-hmm. they would do more of the tri- tri- original trilogy characters and stuff. But, Mike, what else you got?
0: This is a small one. It's probably something that was. Uh, well, I, it's funny to say too expensive for Disney to do, but I think it's out a place to keep Star Wars towards where it is. I think they should have moved it to Galaxy's Edge. Sorry, Michelle. Uh, but that, that's like the that's the elephant in the room.
2: Yeah, it really is. That's my OCD. I always have to think about that every time we go in that attraction. Yeah. Why is this here? It should not be here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It should be moved. Make, make room for something else over there.
1: Yeah, I mean, technically, if they kind of wiped out Muppets or moved it or something, they could sort of connect it somehow. Um, hmm. But, yeah, it's kind of one of those Ugh. weird. Um, I'm trying to think if I should stay with Star Wars or should I move on to something different. But um, I'll stay with Star Wars and just say um, I think they should bring some more um, random Star Wars signings meet and greets like get some actors from the, sh- the movies to just appear unannounced uh have events where you know guests can meet that's a big i know they had you know star wars days and weekends. And weekends stuff. Yeah, yeah. but uh you know even just random stuff like you know like i, I just think of like when johnny depp appeared at pirates randomly he would just show up there sometimes dressed as jack sparrow um
2: just you have some- do that feasting no but
1: <laughs> the idea there of just not even dressed up as characters but just sort of bring in some of the actors and people um just to sort of make it a little magical so all right michelle moving on
2: so the next area that i think is really underutilized is the star wars animation court and um what's the what's the disney jr or whatever that other area there, yeah, yeah. I would love to see that wiped out and for them to create a theater or a dark ride or something else. I think it, it people just wander over there for the bathroom and maybe they'll go see the mm. movie that's been there for years and years and years. But, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, it's, it just seems to me that we all watch movies on our devices, and for people to sit down in a, a theater it might be a nice rest, but. To, to watch a movie about making Star Wars that you could probably find somewhere else just doesn't seem to. I know they have character meet and greets there, but let's do something really cool with that. I don't know what, but um, I think that that's underutilized space that could be capitalized upon.
1: Yeah, Mike, what other magic do you have in your bag? Um,
0: if you walk down Sunset Boulevard, on the left hand side, you've got these shops. On the right hand side, you've got some shops and then you have this sort of a food court area i think that should be leveled and i think they should redo it they should have a better themed area there maybe have an enclosed uh food court area um i just think it's not used correctly i think that it lacks theming and i think it lacks imagination Uh, i would like to see that redone yeah maybe with pixar theme again trying to i i really have an issue when a theme park, a Disney theme park strays away from the theming. And I think that kind of does that.
1: Yeah. So, um, so I was going to be more of a general thing and it could be it for all the parks, but I was just thinking about this one in particular because of the movie idea with popcorn and stuff like that. Um, I think they should actually have a magic squad in every park that can randomly go out and do amazing little Specials like, you know, somebody's buying popcorn for their kids, and then they just come up and say, "This one's on us," and the popcorn is free for those kids, um, you know, or beverages, or obviously not alcoholic beverages. They might hit themselves with a lawsuit, but
2: but they couldn't be dressed up in any particular way because people would follow them. Around. Oh yeah, they would
1: they would seek them out. That's the thing. Yeah. It's sort of it had it would almost be like you know a hidden you know just like there's there's security guards who are dressed as tourists. You could have the magic squad. Really? Running around and and you know just providing these magic moments like I like I said one of the most fun things and it was so minuscule but it, it made it magical for us we were at uh, Casey's one point and um, we had ordered some food and a customer just came up and grabbed a couple of boxes of Cracker Jack and just gave it to us and said enjoy. And it was like oh okay and it was just like and it was we were talking about it for a while we were like that's so cool that they did that um i think we you know we would like to see when we're talking about bringing magical moments a lot of times magical moments are just simple little two dollar things that make your day so anyway michelle up to you
2: my next three are excuse me all gonna be upgrades so i don't know how you guys will go for this one but one of my favorite attractions throughout the parks is uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, and I love Aerosmith are you know, some of them are from Boston, big Boston band. I think it's time to upgrade that. So um, new songs, maybe a new band like the Foo Fighters, or maybe they switch out and have different bands. Uh, do the intro they have different you know on a, on a loop or something but make it more like generic they, rock band as
1: opposed to just aerosmith it could be yeah it could so trade it, over over time different it could bands. be
2: i mean i know mike is not a big foo fighters fan but it could be what's wrong with him the rolling stones it could be a beatles one that that would be really cool H- boys uh what or it could be it could be a rap one it could be a whole bunch of different things but mm-hmm. it would be nice if they either switch it out or that'd
1: be a fun overlay rap and roller coaster
2: yeah rap and roller coaster yeah like they have at at studios they have that coaster that goes up 90 degrees I forget what it's called but you get to choose your song everybody has their own choice of what song they're gonna hear and I remember when I went on it my son Evan was mortified that I, I picked this theme Kanye West, that he song that he picked, but um, it would be nice if they switched it out. Then you didn't know what you were gonna get because when I go into that um, pre room where they're doing, you know, yeah, make it happen, let's get a limo, let's get a stretch limo. Everybody is facing the door, like nobody's watching. Everybody's like, let us on, let us on. Like, can I get close to the door? That's so. That would make it magical again.
1: Okay, what are the other upgrades? Do you want to just do all three upgrades right now?
2: Sure, sure. This will be my last thing. Uh, this is this may cause an argument, but I think maybe a, a loop that changes too, but I think the Muppets needs to be upgraded. I love the Muppets. I love that, that movie. I don't want to see it go forever, but um, I'd love to see them do something different with the Muppets. Um, yeah. You know, maybe... Uh, the pre-show is hilarious, but maybe another pre-show, maybe three different pre-shows that you don't know which one you're going to get. You ready
1: for this idea? How about we turn it into a Muppet Star Wars overlay, and it could connect all of Star Wars land to.
2: Oh, yeah! All of that. There we go. Now we're re- that's that's magic making. <laughs> I love that. Um, and the last upgrade I was thinking of is the Little Mermaid. I think that show, um, its time has come. Let's make it something related to Toy Story or. Moana or I don't Encanto. know Yeah, and canto would be great. Um For all three. For all happens, three. Right? Maybe it rotates through, but I think Definitely. I was thinking of what I don't I always go in the Muppets, but um I it's not like I get super excited about it. I'm more worried about who's coughing on me and who's talking behind me. <laughs> but uh yeah, as usual. But um anyway, those are my three upgrades and that is no. my list for studios. I agree.
1: Um Mike, what else? I'm sure you have 15 more. Six. Five or six. Okay. Um, Jeez. Okay. So Give some me of these a couple are, then.
0: Some of these are related to, Michelle said, one of the things I wanted to see is that we've got Hollywood Boulevard, you've got Sunset Boulevard, you've got Toy Story Land, you've got Galaxy's Edge, you've got Animation Courtyard, and then you've got that area with the Muppets. Why not have a roving band that is themed after each of those areas and sing songs that are related to it you could have someone singing old hollywood songs on hollywood boulevard sunset boulevard maybe the same thing plenty of songs from toy story that you could sing Uh, maybe just playing some music in uh galaxy's edge i just think you know remember mulch sweat and cheers whatever it was called um i really think that that would be something that would add to the enjoyment uh, the spontaneous entertainment that we don't see as often as we yeah, used to I, see I think
2: you're right and i think that disney has shown that they undervalue these street performers because um i don't know how you could measure uh, people's happiness with that but a lot of people interacted with streetmosphere and a lot of people stand and watch uh the jammers or you know to have somebody singing or to have a band playing may not you know rotate thousands of people through every five minutes but i think it's a nice respite for people where they feel like they can stop running from one thing to another and just catch their breath and say oh that's that's really cool and that's the type of stuff that people talk about i think the
1: overarching theme is we need more spontaneity in this ever increasingly yeah you know you know what, what is it like planned vacations that you just can't even have any spontaneity so Actually, this part of mine, too. I said nighttime events, uh, parties, and then bands playing. So you just sort of randomly have some bands. I mean, can you imagine just like, I I just think of Epcot, where you walk by, you know, Canada and just catch a band playing. Or you go down to, you know, Great Britain and you get a Beatles band playing. It was just fun to see. They're
2: going to switch them up, though. Yeah, they're going to do something. Band for 10 years.
1: True. Yeah, keep it going, so Mike. What else you got? I'm gonna let you go because I only have one really main one left. So go ahead.
0: Well, I hope I don't take it away from you. Um, I think that they do have Woody's lunchbox in Toy Story Land, but I think a Toy Story themed sit-down restaurant in Toy Story Land would have been nice. Maybe it's it's on the book somewhere, but I really think they missed the boat there. Um, again, I have. I think the Woody's lunchbox is an outdoor kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, I think that would be one. Do you want me to keep going, Chris? Yeah, give me another one. Uh, Mickey and Minnie's Railway attraction is very nice. And I would like to see somewhere inside, when you go inside, halfway through the queue, there should be a meet and greet area. And one of the uh, main characters in that attraction should be there for a photo shoot. Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Pluto, or Daisy. Or the train on the train maybe. But I think that would be a nice little uh, thing. It would help the wait and it would be something that everyone's saying, gee, I wonder who's going to be there that we can take our picture with. So that would be, and you, of course, have photo pass, yeah. yeah. That kind of stuff going on. So I think that would be nice. I also think that it's time that it's over. It's way over that. They should have constantly had, besides having Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party and uh, Magic Kingdom. Why not have a Halloween party in um, the studios? Uh, I think they could do it there. Um, name it something different, but it, you know, you've got Tower of Terror there. You've got all kinds of things you could do. I, I think that would be something really good. My last thing is involving the Muppets, and you guys talked about the Muppets. At one point, there was on the drawing board a um, the Great Muppet Movie uh, attraction, and what that was was a series of scenes where you would go through and you would see a famous Muppet scene and then the next room would show you behind the scenes how they did it and it would sort of be like a, and some of the younger crowd will have to look this up, a Rube Goldberg kind of a thing, like how did they do this? How's the magic? So you'd have one scene, a famous scene and then you'd, you'd go behind that I think that there should be more Muppet oriented stuff in that area um, Yeah. Um, I really think that that's been lacking for a long time.
1: Yeah. Maybe move that Muppet um, thing over in uh, Magic Kingdom, that, you know, that um, you know, America thing. Remember that, whatever, that next yeah. to that, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. move that, and make it, you know, they sh- they've got the Muppets, so they should be using them a little bit more. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. my final one, you know, um, one of the things I loved when I go to Disneyland, is the ability that you can sit on a little porch on main street and play checkers or chess checkers i think um and i love the idea of just having that ability like you can just sit and relax and i saw i saw a a, i don't know a tweet or instagram or tiktok or something like that um this woman decided she was just gonna go take a book and go to the parks and read in the parks and she actually sat in the parks and read and so uh, I would love to see in Toy Story Land have random games break out with cast members, uh, Lincoln Logs, or little things in certain little areas Logs, where, uh, where you know, right. well, Lincoln Logs, they have inside of Toy Story, and it's part of some of the attractions. So um, I just thought it'd be toys. fun. Yeah, Tinker Toys, all that kind of stuff. So uh, I just thought it'd be fun to sort of add that to Toy Story Land. So yeah. Um, but I think that's going to do it for uh Hollywood Studios. How about we move on to the final of the four parks, the Animal Kingdom? I ran out of gas on this one. I think I have 3 that are just half thought out ideas. So, uh Michelle, hopefully you'll lead us to a greener pasture as they
2: say. I'm gonna st- again, start with the low-hanging fruit. Fix the Yeti. Fix the Yeti. Please fix yeah, the Yeti. It's <laughs> going to involve
1: engineering and resecuring the whole yeah. mountain. Yep. Or they're going to have to do something different with them. Take, take them out and do a different version of them. They That's have to pick cute. them out. They have to cut open the, the building. They but, have to lift we're them the up. we the
2: magic squad. We're the idea.
1: Have we're the TV. idea people. Let the,
2: yeah. Let, yeah. let the engineers figure it
1: out. They have to do that at night. When no Look, one's they don't have
2: to pay that billion dollar bond back now. So <laughs> they can use that money. Oh, boy.
1: All right. How many do you have, Mike? I mean, we should probably. I, this I have like 10. I have do 10. you have 10? So. Oh, I was, yeah i was thinking we were gonna you know i we didn't have much we could just battle do you want to hold off and do it on another show should we save this for another episode or you want to well, battle we, through
0: well we could we could save this for another show we could do animal kingdom maybe the resorts and maybe disney springs you know all in one show all right i think that's a possibility
2: so i gave you my yeti one that was just a, a teaser it was oh, a teaser for the next one
1: <laughs> well here's the thing so now you know what we're going to be doing people start uh coming up with uh <laughs> your ideas and let us know maybe we'll add them to the show next week um all right well i love all i love all these ideas um i hope our audience did but for that uh i think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of mickey miles and more if you want to reach out to us and tell us your ideas send us a message on twitter at mickey miles pod uh for dr michelle Scribner mclean mike scopa the dean of disney i'm chris Heliopolis we'll see you on the road and in the parks riding on papyrus
0: we hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode of the Mickey Miles and More podcast. For all of us here at the Mickey Miles and More Podcast, this is Rick Gray saying thanks for listening and all your support. And until next time, we'll see you on the road. Rap Trope.